Shalom Abrach, we're up to Chagi Godaf, Chof Dalet, Rezav, talks about, we finished the Sugi of Tziruf, Kli, everything in the Kli has the same Tumah status, we find the Makar for the fact that Kodshim has Revi'il Atumah, and we discuss the next case in our Mishnah of being Metameh the Yad Acher, what happens if the hand is dry, could that be Metameh the Yad Acher? And the idea that it may be it may passel food and make it usher, but not give it the power to be metame further. We start with Rav Kahana. He tells us, he brings us a maimer from Rabbi Akiva. If a tzvul yoim, someone who has yet, he went to the mikvah, he's just waiting for nightfall, touches in the base of mikdash, the flower, the katiris, the frankincense, the coals, ouch. Even if he touches only part of it, they're all puzzle. Frederick Kahana, this is all the Rabbanon. Rabbi Kiva's talking about the Rabbanon We know this because the Reisha was talking about the Afar Chatos from the Para Aduma. And that's not Kotshim is Beach, so it's not included in the Pasuk to be Metame. And then Rabbi Kiva was adding to that. Why is Rabbi Kiva telling, you, telling me it's the Rabbanon? Why not learn it out from the Pasuk of Kaf? Anything in the kaf is going to become tomei to one another. So Rish Lakish answers in the name of Barakapara. Maybe Akiva was adding the shiyore mincha, whatever was left over from the flower that didn't get taken out in the kamitza. That's going to be tomei midarabonon. Midaraisa, you need a kli. And the kli is mitzari for everything, all the contents to be metame each other. But if it's an item that doesn't need a kli, it's not going to be Mitzarif. The Rabbanon made a Gezeira that even without a cleave, it doesn't need a cleave, even if it's an item that does not, does not need to be contained within a cleave, when it is put in a containment, it acquires the same status of Tumah as everything else in there. Okay, so that works with flour. But how are you going to say Rabbi Akiva is working with Keteris and the frankincense too? What's the Shiyare Keteris or the Vayna? So Rabbi Nachman says, rather we're talking about where he gathers it up on something called kartavlo, which is a, a leather sheet. Midaraisa, we don't say tziriv kli if there's no concave. There's no insert. If it's flat, then we're not going to be mitzarev everything on this sheet. But the Rabban Rumasakein, that this is what Rabbi is bringing in, that even though it's flat, everything on there will share its tumult status. This statement of Hanan who says that when our Mishnah was talking about Tziruv Kli, that that was Daraisa, that's arguing on Rabbi Barabba. Because he quoted Rabbi Yechanon, Rishim Rabbi Akiva, that Tziruv Kli is Darabonon. Now the Gemara moves on to the next step of the Mishnah that said that Kotchim has Revi'ila Toma, Tuma only has Shlishila Tuma. So the Baraisa says, Rabbi Yehsi brings down, how do we know that there is Revi'i Latuma by Kodshim. Revi'i Latuma is not going to pass on Tuma, but it'll be Pasal. Who says? We learn now Revi'i by Kodshim that there's Tuma's Revi'i from a Kavachoymer. Imechusar Kipurim is allowed to eat Truma, meaning he's waiting to bring his Karbanas, otherwise he's stars. He's allowed to eat Truma, but he can't have Kodshim. Kavachoymer to a Shlishi Batuma, which Pasal's Truma. That can definitely make a revi'i by kachim. You're not going to say a, 
because the pasuk tells me shlishi vaykodshiv elamai the kavachaymer must be taking it a step further that it will even make a revi'i of kodshiv to have tumo. So the gemara says, okay, well, how do I know that, it, that there's shlishi batumo by kodshiv? Where do we see that in the Torah? That I wouldn't use the kavachaymer for that. The pasuk says va'bosasher yiga bechol tome lo yeyochel. We're talking about where it touches a sheni, and the pasuk says, don't eat it. When it touches the shani, it becomes a shlishi. The Torah says, it's Dunsky. Alamai, the Kavachaymer is coming to tell me Rivi'i. Next, the Mishnah told us, the Gabe Trumah, if someone's holding to me Mudras in one hand, we're not worried that the stuff in his other hand is going to become Talmud. By Kachim, we are. So if Shizbi over here tells us, that's only when he's holding them at the same time. But if he's not holding them, each in one hand, simultaneously, there's no concern even by Kachim. So Abaye asks, what are you talking about? We learned that if someone has a dry hand, it'll be meka- it'll be matame the other one, which is holding kudshim. It just won't be matame the other one, which is holding truma. According to Rabbi Yosi, according to Rabbi, but Rabbi Yosi and Rabbi Yehuda hold that it's not matame it. It'll just be mafseal it, meaning it will be usher, but it won't. That kudshim in the other hand won't become tame enough to be matame other things to further the tumah. Now, if you're telling me, like Abaye said that, like Shizbi said, that this whole concern is when you're was only when you're holding it simultaneously, then okay, then you're telling me a chiddush that even when your hands are dry, it'll be metamet. But if we're not concerned when you're not holding it simultaneously, then what's the chiddush? Why are you telling me dafka a dry hand? Rishlakish also learns like this. Rishlakish said that we only are concerned that the tummy hand will touch the non-tummy hand, the kachim, the, the chum over there, kachim. That's only when it's your hand that's tummy. But your friend's hand, that we're not concerned about. Rabbi Yechunan, however, says that we're even concerned that the that someone else's hand, which is tummy, that'll passel the kachim in your hand. So we have a similar question. If Shizbi says our whole concern is only when you're holding it simultaneously. Amishna told us that we're only worried that one hand is going to be metama the other one by kachim, not by truma. What's the chiddush over there? We learned already that case in the in the ratio that we're concerned that if someone only toivels one hand, that his other hand is going to be metama it. Elamai, we're coming to include someone else's hand, the chashash of another's hand. And the truth is, even Rish Lakish went back on his psak because we have a quote from Yoyno, Maravami, Rish Lakish that even someone else's hand will passel kachim in your hand, it won't be metameh, though. The Gemara says that this whole concept of passeling and not being metameh is actually a machlekes tanoim. We try comparing it to one, and we end up saying maybe not, then we bring in a different machlekes tanoim. But the first one we say is that Rabbi Yeshua holds that anything which passels truma, that koyach of tuma will also be metame yadayim to make the yadayim shniyos latuma. And that hand will be metame the other hand. The chachamim, however, say the hands become a sheni latuma. And a sheni can't make something else a sheni. Oh, so the chachamim are saying that your right hand can make your left hand a sheni because it itself is a sheni, but it will make the left hand a shlishi. No. Where it says, Lavdavka. Maybe it's saying that the right hand will not be Matama the left hand. Bechlal. Not a Shani, not a Shlishi. So that's not comparable to our concept of passling but not being Matame. But we could compare it to the Machlekas Tanoim that we learned about a dry hand 
Rebbe learned that a dry hand is metame, the other one by by hektish, but not for truma. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda says that it's mafsil, it passels the other hands, kodshim, but it's just not metame, the other hands kodshim. Now, before we get to our new Mishnah, the Brayasa tells us that Rechanina ben Antignois had a problem with our Mishnah because we said that with dry hands, one is allowed to eat truma, but he can't eat hektish. Rechanina says, what's wrong with dry hands by hektish? It doesn't matter when you're eating hektish whether the hands are dry or wet because they are hukshar l'kabal tuma anyways because of the chibas hektish. There's a machlek is the Ramban and the Chinuch how liquid works to be machsh or something like Abel Tumah. The Ramban holds that the liquid works as like a tumor glue, while the Chinuch says that washing it off is the Gemar Puri. Our Mishnah seems to be saying that there's a difference when the hektish is wet, when the hands are wet, when it touches the hektish. Rather, the Gemara says we're talking about a case where the guy didn't even touch the fruit. His friend put the food in his mouth. Or he uses a toothpick, he uses a fork. So, uh, not a fork, that, that'll be... Uh, he is a shoot a cleate, not Makabotoma, he uses a toothpick. And he also wants to eat chulin with this hectish in his mouth. So the abundance say you're only allowed to eat this chulin with dry hands by truma. But by hectish, even if your hands are dry, you cannot put the chulin in the mouth with the hectish. Xera, you might come to touch it and be matame the kachum. The last thing we said in our Mishnah was that an oinin and a machusar kipurim, someone waiting for his Karbonas to be filed for him to be tame, tahar, they need to toivel to eat kachim, but they don't need a toivel to eat truma. Why? Why does he need a toivel to eat kachim? He's 100% tar. He's just waiting for his karbonas. So the Gemara explains that since he's been tame until now, he came in contact with his mace, or he's he just finished his tahara process, there are bonon. Make him go to the mikvah before eating kudshim. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.